Okay, it is November 18th. We have made it to 11 of the NBA show. Okay. Let's kick it off with some headlines. Somebody's number one. Somebody! Somebody's number one! Woo! So, who is the somebody and what is the ranking? So, this is Business Week has, has released their list of the top 100 business schools in the U.S. this and past week. We do a lot of rankings on the show, but the Business Week ranking a lot of people consider to be the premier number one ranking. So, this is a big deal. And we've got the list with us now of the top five, which we'll tell you in reverse order. So, we're starting at five. Yes. Okay, number five. Number five is Stanford. Number four, Kellogg at Northwestern. Number three, Wharton. Number two, Chicago. Number two, Harvard. And number one, Chicago, Chicago Booth. Booth. Congratulations to Chicago Booth. So, Tom, why is this ranking important? Well, this ranking is the number one ranking because it's the number one ranking. It's it's a consensus thing that a lot of people watch, and it's sort of a beauty contest. Everyone reads it, so it's the most important. Oh, yeah, and this one in particular is based on they um, they survey alum recent alumni of MBA programs. They survey corporate recruiters, and they actually add an academic output of the faculty as well. And why should people care about this list? What does it tell you about yourself? Uh, well, it makes you feel good about yourself if you're high on the list. So I mean, you're how, saying, how do you you're, feel about it? So you're saying that this list is like, uh, and, and I agree actually, is that <laughs> this, li this list is basically, this is a barometer of your pedigree. This is like what your degree is worth. So should, and, and let's admit it, like we care. Like we care yes. about what our pedigree is. But should we care? Like what about education? So yeah, the answer is yes, we should care. This this list basically has nothing to do with education and nothing. Self, it's not at all. This has nothing to do with it's education. It's not at all. Okay. No, this not is, at all. Proxy. This is this is your self value. This is this is like how worthwhile you are as a human being. Shouldn't we feel a bit? I, I, shouldn't we feel a bit ashamed that that's what we care about coming to an MBA <laughs> program? Uh, yes, but there's you can take some solace in the fact that everybody else secretly feels exactly like that also. Tom, I was a I was a poor husk. <laughs> husk of a man until this bright ray of the form of an offer letter came through to tell me that I was going that I was going to get an MBA. Doubling your self-worth as a human being. And, and now I go out to bars and I'm so proud to tell people that I am an MBA and do you know what they say to me? At MIT, I am an MBA at MIT. They say that is the least challenging curriculum at MIT. And the most expensive. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. We have a very special guest today. We're very excited for and a I, segment you may have seen before. Howard says, and we'd like to welcome to the show now the legend. Oh, the man the himself, the venture capitalist. capitalist. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We get around here for Mr. Howard, Howard Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> Woo! All right, welcome to the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so, for joining us, Howard. You're see, you're you're a pretty old guy. You've been around for a while. Did you get, is it true that you got the first MBA ever issued? Uh, if I did, it was overpriced, <laughs> just like yours. <laughs> I, I actually heard that Howard invented capitalism. It's a little known, it's a little known fact back in the day. So if you've been around for a while, you got an MBA way back in the day, you've seen the evolution of education in this country for management. So it, surely, you know, it's gotten so much better. What now are what's, some of the things improved? that are so much better? What's improved it? in the time that this is? Well, that's the scary part. I don't know if anything's improved. I mean, if you're a doctor, you're doing better procedures. If you're a scientist, you push the state of the art. But with all the MBAs, and now there are more MBAs than there are traffic policemen in the United <laughs> States, why aren't we managing anything better? You guys are screwing up. But, but they're making but more the, money. <laughs> <laughs> so what? 
So doesn't the salary go with a performance bump? Don't you wish? My bonus! I've earned that bonus. Why? Because uh, I made money for somebody else? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, companies are not better run. I mean, maybe here's the problem. Yeah. You guys are too bright. When I went to school, I like that. this is that's this a is good a, answer. That is a really good answer. I'm thrilled answer. to have this problem. <laughs> when I went to school, the really smart students went to medical school. The next smartest students became professors, and those of us that got C's got MBAs. <laughs> you guys are much smarter. You invent scientific financial instruments that only you could understand, and you just brought down the entire capitalist system. We did? Oh, absolutely. You guys and the guys maybe are two years older. Yes. Congratulations, You guys are, are, are essentially bomb-throwing radicals. Look how you ruined the system. But now we brought the system back up, though. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a roller coaster. Oh. It's like an amusement park, and we are Walt Disney. Well, 15% unemployment? You taking credit for that? <laughs> no, that's uh, Comrade Obama's fault. Uh, I'm not sure about <laughs> so that. So what needs to change? Uh, maybe what we have to do is just tell the admissions people to let less smart people in and keep you turkeys out. And is that just so we can explain things better to everyone else? Like, so I should be locked in an ivory tower somewhere? No, no, we, we need people actually to know how to run things and not be consultants. But if you if you know how to run things, why would you come and get an MBA? Don't That's you want to just be question. out there running something? Um, actually, you guys have been hiding for two years, but too late, you guys are going to graduate this year and the real world is right across the street. But I want to, but I enjoy Are you talking hiding. about Harvard? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's a river over there. But no, the real world is out here. But you know, maybe you could go and get another MBA. I mean, anybody can get one MBA, but can you get two or three? Yeah, we can move up the rankings here. We can go, go to Chicago down. next year. You could, absolutely. I don't so, know if they'll have us. So Howard, your other job is being a venture capitalist. No, uh, really. No, I gave that up. I'm a recovering venture, venture capitalist. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people out in the science who would dream of being recovering venture capitalists. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, what was it like being a venture capitalist. In the good time, venture capital is like sex. <laughs> In what sense? Well, when it's good, it's very, very good. And when it's bad, it's still pretty good. <laughs> Howard, do, do you find that as uh, you, you go on, you find it, it takes longer to consummate your uh, venture capital deals? Uh, no, not really. But uh, with a little help from the, some of the pharmaceutical industry, I am sure I could manage to peak earlier. So, so Howard says invest in pharmaceuticals. So you know, one of the things that, that you're very good at as a venture capitalist or an ex or a recovering venture capitalist is picking the right entrepreneurs. What makes a good one? What makes a bad one? Is there a certain kind of person that you would not recommend go into entrepreneurship? Um, there are some things I like when I show me someone who's immigrated from India with a degree from the Indian Institute of Technology, who's come to a high-tech company and has started another company, and he's backable. Show me a husband and wife combination that wants to start a company and I will run. Mm. Show me someone who isn't going to do the travel necessary, I will run even faster. But you know, all of these are lessons that you learn where you made money and where you lost money. So if you want to be in India, if you want to be an entrepreneur, uh, become an Indian national. If, uh, and get into IIT, and get into IIT, which makes Harvard and MIT look like about as difficult to get into as walking into a Catholic church. <laughs> nice. And then you have to like travel and don't get married or don't start a company with your spouse. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh huh. Howard, are you interested in sticking around for the rest of our show with us? We got just a few minutes here. Uh, it, would, it would be my pleasure. Excellent. Just well, in case you want to compare for the for the future. Before and after. Uh, uh, uh. Excellent. And this is how we react when we see the photo.
<laughs> That's us in class. <laughs> All right, so our next segment is called Jargon. Jar our jargon, jargon today is FOMO. How are you familiar with FOMO? No. <laughs> FOMO, fear of missing out. Huge problem in business school. If you're students. out there right now as a business school student asking yourself, why am I the vice president of 17 different clubs? <laughs> if you and can't remember what clubs you're the vice president of, you have uh, FOMO. The fear of missing out. It creates some terrible, terrible behaviors in business school. Watch so, out well, for So it. what can you do about it, though? What can you do about it? Calm, calm the F down. <laughs> yeah, learn, I mean, learn to miss out. You gotta pick the things that are important to you and skip the rest. How do you see people uh, people overdoing it at business school? Oh, all of them, and most of them are in my classes. <laughs> you guys in my your class is we an example your, of a we were, maybe fear we of missing out. We were in your out. class. All right, and we've got a couple of contest announcements for you. The Wake Forest 36-hour MBA Marketing Summit case competition opens November 1st. Registration open today for the MIT 100K Executive Summary Competition. Go to MIT100K.org. The Ivy Business Plan Competition, that's a two to three page exec summary that's due by November 21st. And the 2011 Rice Business Plan Competition is opening up uh, November 15th, so just opened up. Uh, this is actually the largest money pool of any business uh, school right, competition. gotta there. love that money. How would you recommend people enter business uh, these competitions, or should FOMO uh, keep them away? No, business competitions are good. Classes are bad, competition's good. All right, skip class, don't enter competition. Don't attend school, don't get good grades, enter competitions. And be an Indian. Okay. Here's our <laughs> Our business school tip of the week and Howard we'd like to invite you to share a tip for our MBAs first of all demand a refund <laughs> you guys are wildly overpaying for what you're getting the good professors aren't worth waiting for you only learn from your classmates if you're one of the brightest guys in your school you've gone to the wrong school oh. This has been so that's an not a problem for me, but Miro. This has been an unbelievably depressing episode of, of the <laughs> NBA show from my absolute favorite professor. What's on your radar, Miro? Uh, so on my radar for this weekend is I'm headed to a wedding. Howard, what's on, what's on your radar coming up this weekend? Going up to Vermont and picking apples off trees. You, you, oh, you, man. you, you it like must a, be nice to be rich. Yeah, do you have like a do you have a ranch up there? Is there you know do you get no, ferried I, I up use, there on, use, on on the backs of uh, you know? I use slave labor. It's <laughs> called students. <laughs> Tom, what will you will you be picking apples this week? I will not be picking apples. I will not be driving a Porsche. I will be um, watching a sneak premiere of the new Harry Potter movie. I'm Ooh, very excited. I'm very a little excited. Bit of a dark. Excellent. You can tell by the suit and tie. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm Tom Rose. I'm Miro Kaz. This is Howard Anderson. And You're you've been watching The, the NBA, NBA Show. Show.